Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Pastor Vance Mansfield, and this is Faith Over Fear. Today, we're going to be answering another one of your questions, and it has to do with discernment. The question is, what is discernment, and how do I discern? Now, as I was going over this, I realized very quickly that this is not going to be able to be answered in a short five-minute video. So I decided to just go ahead and go through it, and we'll make a study of it. So it's not going to be very long, but it's going to be a little bit longer than some of the other ones. So I want to, if you're studying along, I want to take you to Hebrews chapter 5. And we're going to start reading a little higher than where Maybe a lot of people would start because I want to set the scene. I want you to understand uh, what what's going on. So the, a lot of times we'll take a verse, we'll read a verse, and we'll just form our idea on that verse, but we won't read above the verse or below the verse to understand the context that the verse is written in. And it's very important that you understand the context that the verse is written in so that you can actually understand the verse. So we're going to read some of the verses, and we're going to define some of the words, and hopefully bring you to a more clear understanding of discernment. So, Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 8, it says, Though he were a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. And that, that's very important for us to understand as well. See, a lot of times we, we wonder, like, how can I be obedient and how does obedience come? Well, he learned obedience by the things that he suffered. And it's, it's part of discernment to understand that some of the things that we suffer, see, being able to discern the things that we are suffering, so to speak, uh, being able to discern the things that we're suffering could be causing us to become obedient or learn obedience so that we can fulfill what God has for us to fulfill. Verse 9 says, and being made perfect. See that being made perfect. The word perfect is complete, being made complete. He became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him called of God, a high priest after the order of Melchizedek, of whom we have many things to say and hard to be uttered, seeing you are dull of hearing. Verse 12, for when, for the time, you ought to be teachers. And he goes on to say, but you have need that one teach you. So he's telling them, he's telling the Hebrew people here that you ought to be teachers, but you have need that someone teach you. He said, teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God and are become as such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. So he's telling them that at this point they should be teachers, but they have need that someone teach them and that they need milk 
when really they should be able to have strong meat. Now, what is the milk? What is he talking about? Because someone out there is watching going, hey, I'm lactose intolerant. I can't have milk. So what is he talking about? 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1 through 3. I'm going to read it to you real quickly. And I answered, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. I have fed you with milk. This is, so what he's feeding them is the word and not with meat. For hitherto you were able to bear it. Or excuse me, for hitherto you were not able to bear it. Neither yet now are you able. For you are yet carnal. For whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions. Are you not carnal and walk as men? So the milk that he was feeding was in actuality the word. And he's saying that you need this very elementary, basic level of understanding of God when really you should be able to consume the deep understandings of God. But you've got to have milk because you just won't learn and you can't learn because you're still carnal. And I know you're carnal. See, he discerned that they're carnal. This is part of discernment. He discerned that they're carnal because there is envying, strife, and division among them. Now let's go back to Hebrews chapter 5, and we'll finish what we were reading here. Verse 13, For everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word. Everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness. For he is a baby. But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Okay, so they of full age who can consume the meat are able to discern both good and evil. See, a lot of people believe that discernment is something that just is bad. You're just discerning the bad, okay? You're not discerning anything good. They believe, there are a lot of people out there that believe that discernment is just, I'm going to find out what's bad about you. But when they come a full age, they can discern both good and evil. Now, the word discernment is the Greek word diacrisis or diacrisis. And it's defined as a judicial estimation or a disputation. It comes from the word Diacrino. And diacrino means it's defined as to separate thoroughly, to withdraw from, figuratively 
figuratively to discriminate, to make a difference, or to determine a difference, to judge. Diacrino comes from, it's a compound word, dia and crino. Okay. Dia is just a basic word. Okay. It's, it's not really, it's like to the type stuff like that. All right. Crino is, is the lineage of discern. Crino means to distinguish, to decide mentally or judicially by implication to try and judge. Okay. To try or judge. Now, I want to show you something in relation to Hebrews chapter 5, verse 14. Let me read it again to you. But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. They have their senses exercised. How do you discern? It's done through the senses. See, they have their senses exercised. This is something that has got to be practiced. If you think of a bodybuilder or someone that is in great physical shape, they exercise, right? How do they exercise? They work the muscles. They work the muscles that they want to tone and that they want to enhance. They work them. And if they try, so if a bodybuilder, let's just take me for example, because obviously I'm not a bodybuilder. Okay. So if I would go and try to deadlift 800 pounds like those bodybuilders, I would rip muscles. I would probably break bones. It would be a nightmare for me. So if someone tries to do things in the spirit realm that are way out of their capability, the same thing happens spiritually. They just they destroy themselves. So they exercise their senses. How do you do that? Part of this exercise comes through the wisdom and knowledge of God. That is through studying and seeking God. Now, I want to read to you 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14 and 15. It said, But the natural man received not the things of the Spirit of God. All right, so the natural man cannot receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolish unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged by no man. Now the word judge there is discerned. So he who is spiritual discerneth all things, but yet he himself is discerned by no man. For if we would judge, discern, ourselves, we would not be judged. Now look, the first word here in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 31, if we would judge ourselves, 
That word is diacrino, which means to separate thoroughly, to withdraw from, to figuratively to discriminate, to make difference, or to judge. And it, it said if we would diacrino ourselves, we would not be judged. The latter word judged is crino. Distinguish, decide mentally, judicially, to try or judge. So if we would separate ourselves thoroughly, okay, if we would make a difference in ourselves, what does that mean? It means to start separating things that are within you. It's seeking, it's like searching yourself, basically. If we would search ourselves, to where we understand ourselves, then, now look, this, this is very important that you understand this, then we would not be tried. We would not be tried. So how do you discern? You do it through knowledge, through your senses. See, if, if I walk into a place and many of you have done this. You've walked in and you could just feel the tension. Like tensions are building in there. You're, you're brand new to the situation. You don't know why the tensions are building, but you do know that tensions are building. All right. You walk into a place and you have no idea why there's so much tension in the air, but you can pick up on that there is tension in the air. You have discerned there is tension in the air. Why? Because your senses, your senses have told you that there's something going on. Now, I've been in many places and walked in. And it's like, my God, you could cut this tension with a chainsaw. And it's not very long before I decide this is not the place I need to be. So I, I usually leave unless God leads me to stay there for a reason. Uh, I don't stay around. Okay, I've been in restaurants and different places where you could just tell that like someone in there is fighting, maybe... Maybe the restaurant has a bar in it and they're, it's late and they're drunk or something. And, you know, they're, they're starting to get rowdy. They're fighting. I don't need to be around that kind, of, that kind of environment. That just leads to trouble. So I usually try to book it and go somewhere else. And a lot of times it's a disappointment because whatever restaurant I'm at, there's something there on the menu that I really want to eat. But is that more important than... Is it more important that I go there to eat whatever it is I want to eat and run the risk of maybe going to jail, being involved in a shootout, a fight? Maybe if someone gets crazy and starts shooting, I'm going to be involved in that. Uh, it's, it's more important for me to leave. It's better for me to leave. All right. So that is part of not letting your good be evil spoken of. See, you have to discern when you should stay and when you should go. You have to be able to discern what you should say and what you should just shut up and keep in your own head. All right? Now, a lot of people have accused me of having no filter. I have a filter. I use my filter. But I speak the truth. All right? And I don't care to speak the truth. And because so many people don't speak the truth, they look at me as though I'm alien to them. I'm something's wrong with me. There's, you know, 
don't be afraid to be different. You know, we live in an age now where everyone's got to be different. They've got to be their own person. And that's great. I'm all for you being your own person. But do it in God. All right? Be your own person in God. That way God can use you, that you can do something. Discernment is essential to your walk in God. There have been many times where you, I've just gotten a bad feeling about something. And we don't always listen to that feeling. And sometimes that feeling is nothing. But what if that feeling is something, right? So when I get that, if I choose to not really listen to that feeling, I take caution to that feeling. And I'm aware of that feeling. So my senses go into this uh, like hypersense where I'm very aware of what's going on. And I try to live aware of what's going on. I try to stay very aware of what's going on. I try to stay very sensitive to the spirit. See, the carnal man cannot receive the spiritual things. So your spirit has to receive spiritual things. Keep your spiritual senses tuned in. How do you do that? You do it by seeking God. You do it through study, prayer, and fasting. Fasting kills off your flesh nature. And maybe we'll do a we'll do a study on fasting if you guys want us to. Fasting kills off your flesh nature. You have got to do that. That's vitally important to kill off your flesh nature. And after you kill off your flesh nature, then your spirit can be a little more tuned in to God because the flesh isn't in the way of it telling it to not listen to whatever God's telling you. So I pray that this study has been a blessing to you. If you'd like us to go in more in depth on any of these studies, we would be more than happy to do that. For right now, we are trying to just uh, give the basics of everything. If you would like us to go more in depth with these things, uh, we will do that. Our goal is as we go through a lot of these questions and build a basic foundation uh, around these questions and some of the simpler things, then we're going to turn it up a little bit and we're going to go deeper into God. Uh, it's, it's very hard sometimes to refrain and keep things on the shallow side. We, we have been doing some of these series and these studies uh, for years and we have gone very deep into these studies and now to try to backtrack and, and shallow everything is sometimes a challenge so if you would like us to go deeper, we can do that, and we would be more than happy to do that for you. Uh, if you're enjoying these videos, make sure to like the videos, share them with your friends, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and, and ring the bell, all right? Ring the bell so that you can be notified every time that we air a new video. You can always find our videos on our website, pastorvancemansfield.com. If these are a blessing to you, be a blessing back, make a donation, whatever God has laid on your heart to give, you can do that directly from our website. Just go to our website and click donate, and you can make a donation there. We pray that they're a blessing to you, and until the next time, God bless you.